kali. What's up? Warning. 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 You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey guys, what's up? You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali, and Little Village. My name is Emmanuel. My name is Zipora. And we will be your fabulous hosts for today's amazing two-hour spectacular show. I'm so sad. It feels like we haven't done a show together in so long. Right. Is this like the first of the season yeah. like that we do show? Yeah, actually. This whole season. So we've been showless. Just be ready because this show is about to be amazing, just perfect. I really hope that you guys just stay with us the whole time. Tell your friends, your family, everyone you know to tune in 105.5 FM to just enjoy this beautiful show. If you're not in a car, like, you know, it's so amazing. You're going to get whiplash. But if you're not in a car, go on lumpinradio.com, you know, text your bestie. Hey, yo, they on the air again. Zippy and Emmanuel, the power duo. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tuned. And make sure that you go in the chat room. It's in the right bottom corner of lumpenradio.com. Just click on the chat room icon and tell us anything you want to about your favorite generation. I don't know. Anything you want. And we'll give you a shout out, too. Oh, wait. Did we even say what today's show is about? No, we didn't. So today's amazing generation show will take two amazing Yay! hours of your life. Um, we will be having amazing interviews. We will have so many amazing topics like... Like children growing faster, relationships, uh, you know, you're just going to have to Beauty stay. influencers. Yep. Y'all know what it's about. Yeah. So we're going to start with an amazing audio piece by Aurora called Women in the Past, but we'll be right back. Yes, uh, you know, they say a woman's place is in the home, and uh, I suppose as long as she's in the home, she might as well be in the kitchen. I wish I wouldn't have to live in the 1950s. What if I lived in the 70s?
if anything, at this stage of my life, in my 70s, I'm more eager for new adventure. And in my, my mantra to myself is say yes, do it, do it, you know, in other words. And I never regret anything I've done. I've, I only regret things I haven't done. Or the 90s. that echoes forth from this conference, let it be that human rights are women's rights and women's rights are human rights once and for all. And among those rights are the right to speak freely and the right to be heard. Maybe even 2016. I'm so glad to have the opportunity to create this makeup brand. Thank you all so much. If only that could really happen. Every day it's a getting closer, going faster than a roller coaster. Love like yours will surely come my way. Hey, hey, hey. Hey guys, welcome back. We hope that you really did enjoy that audio piece made by Aurora, one of our summertime folk in this class. Your story, your way. I miss her so much. She better be coming back this summer. I know you listening, Aurora. Honestly. Well, what did you think about that audio piece, Zipporah? I really liked it. Um, I think that it's like really, really cool that nowadays young people are really getting their voice heard and being active in a lot of like the social movements. And that's actually what we're going to p- talk about next. I have a few um, movements that we've participated in, and it's been like really, really great. The first one is actually women's rights. So women's rights, you already know, like that's just um, standing up for women's equality, 
And actually, sorry, but um, yeah. if you guys were listening, if y'all have been listening to all of our episodes on the air, well, you would know that last week we were we had a big discussion on women's rights. True, um, true, we did, and it was very good. It yeah, was very. It was um, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Um, the next one is environmental rights. And that's for the people who love the planet. I really, really need to be a part of this movement because, like, I still litter sometimes and all that. Yeah. Let's just... Shame. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. Next one is LGBT rights. Um, This is also one that we've, like, really spoken and been a part of, which I think is, like, really great. The next one is Black Lives Matter. Um, This is one that, like, I'm pretty sure that you've heard about a lot of good things some not so good things that's happened yeah the next one is daca you want to talk about that one? Oh, don't you got the paper i don't well, want to steal all the air time okay well would you consider daca like a movement like I, I i don't know i was thinking about that like but i think that like all the protests and the marches and everything that would make it yeah. a movement just because like we are trying to like get our voice heard and like yeah be a part of it so i don't know i think that it would be a yeah yeah and the last one is gun violence that one is one that's like it's been around forever though yeah but like i feel like nowadays and it's, it's like really resurfaced a lot and maybe it's been like worse i'm not sure yeah. but with all like the school shootings there's actually just one yesterday one in texas i think that there Santa were 10 Pena. people that got hurt nine students and one teacher and then there was also about to be one at the south side of chicago my dad just told me it was about to happen yesterday but like before it could happen police officers like they intervened and i guess like they knew that it was gonna happen yeah. so they stopped Maybe before it was, like, a student that said something yeah i'm not sure but like they ended up um getting all the students out of the school and like getting control of him i'm not sure like about all the details but yeah so that's Another one. I participated in two marches so far for gun violence. So that one is a real, real big one. Yeah. And how was your experience like participating in those marches? Um, I don't know. It's just like very eye opening. Or well, it, it was, feels it was a really, walkout, right? It was a walkout. It felt really, really good just to be a part of something, to be part of something that matters. Um, yeah, because I feel like it's so easy to just, like, turn a blind eye or just, like, forget about it and not talk about it. But it's important to, like, let people know that, yes, we are young and we do have, like, school to worry about and all these, like, things that people may think are, like, small teenage issues. But we also have all these issues that we can talk about and that we can speak about because it will impact us in our future. So if this is our future, we may as well start transforming it into the world that we want to be a part of and we want to live in before we like go into the workforces and everything so yeah it was a really really good experience for me i bet and um like the when you were talking about women's rights that also does tie into um the audio piece we just heard by aurora yeah and um and also the conversation that you had last week with another student ariel and you made a really good point that like well um we were talking about like um feminism and like i guess today's voca um today's definition of feminism and i i'd say it's always been the same definition it's just been maybe manipulated yeah um, but like at the end of the day it's just um 
like wanting the same rights as everyone else yeah in the end of the day like all of these movements everything here oh i mean i guess apart from environmental because it's like the earth and like plants and everything but apart from that one like all of these is just like wanting to feel like we belong somewhere wanting to feel safe and comfortable in our world which is like really important because i remember last week um a point that i made the biggest point that i was trying to make was all the although in a lot of these movements like we've made a lot of progress um we shouldn't just settle for progress we should settle for equality and we shouldn't stop fighting until we're satisfied you know what i mean yeah so yeah like even though we've come a long way with a lot of these um movements and protests we need to start we need to like keep fighting until we get where we know that we should be yeah yeah so equal with everyone yeah just equality and that's what we want we all just want to like feel like we belong we all want to feel safe we all want to like not feel judged and that's like the most important part of all of these movements like that's one thing that we can all agree on definitely yeah well we're gonna take a quick song break and be back with y'all with more info um hopefully you enjoyed this song the truth will set you free but first it'll piss you off hey Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Camila. And how I would describe my generation in one word would be outspoken. I believe that our generation is very outspoken and you know, I feel like my generation has definitely opened a lot more doors for other people because now we're not really all that, you know, we don't care. We do care what we say, but we want to do something. We try to take action and we were outspoken in the forms of art or radio or fashion. We just don't want to hold our tongues anymore. And one meme that I would describe my generation in would probably be the yodeling kid meme. I don't know. I just feel like the yodeling kid is like such a symbolic character right now because like, I don't know, just like the story behind it about, you know, the kid just like, you know, yodeling in Walmart and, you know, he had all these big dreams about being a big country singer. And then all of a sudden the Internet just, you know, took that and just made it into something else. And then now he's he played Coachella. He met Justin Bieber like the yodeling kid is honestly what describes, in my opinion, our generation. Hmm. And. I would say, how do I feel about the negative perceptions made by other generations towards the youth? I say that I feel like the other generations don't really see eye to eye with us because 
they were born in a different, you know, in a different time where certain things were big and when certain things were not, when certain things were okay, when certain things were not okay. And I believe that our generation has definitely broken walls and really try to, tries to make a change and tries to say, you know what, yes, this, this is outdated. It's 2018. Let's change things up. And I definitely think that our generation has contributed a lot to our society today. Hey guys, we're back. Um, hopefully you enjoyed that bop. It was Lemon by Nerd and Rihanna. Yes, I, know I love That's that our jam. I know, it is. <laughs> we're here jamming. So um, the next thing that we're going to talk about is probably something that a lot of people wonder. I know that I've had this conversation with a lot of people before, but we just left as like a conversation. And I was like, hey, you know what? Let me do some research and whatever. And that is why kids are growing faster. So this is like not only mentally and like kids growing up like too fast, but this is actually like kids looking older when they're younger. Because I know that a lot of people tell me that I look older yeah. and I'm just like, mm-hmm, oh, okay whatever so um so first we're gonna go with um kids like being under pressure to kind of look older and I read an article about this and people said that like girls are caring about their appearance at a younger age and boys are like taught to like act macho and like manly at an earlier age and this is due to marketing and media and peer pressure so that was like more of like what kids do to look older yeah um i guess do you do you believe that do you like like, that, think? like those are reasons that they yeah. try to look uh yeah i guess it's just like you know well we put like an invisible pressure on ourselves that's like oh other people are looking like you know, yeah. bomb and flaky and like maybe but you know I what? should. No no one is really caring about like you like that. And this isn't about like you not being worth looking at or whatever. <laughs> it's nothing about that. But people are worried about themselves. Like I can't even stress how many times like I've thought that people would notice something about me, but no one noticed, no one said anything. I would have to be like, Hey, did you notice blah 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 before they're like, Oh yeah, because everyone's worrying about themselves. So I don't know. Yeah, you do you. Yeah, just do you. And so um we just talked about how kids are growing faster. We'll touch on that a little bit Wait, more. I, I still have more. Oh, oh okay. Well, another thing is nutrition. And that's actually a really big thing that I was talking about. Nutrition. Oh, yeah. So like someone said that like the more nourished you are, the earlier puberty will hit you. And I'm like, that's so true. So like if we have access to more food, if we're being nourished more, if there's if we have like more nutritious like foods and meals, like, you know, puberty would, would come earlier and earlier. And so like if you don't have access to as much food, like puberty actually might not come like as soon as it should and i think it's gmos honestly i think it's gmos like the gmos that they put in our food and like the fertilizer or whatever yeah. like that can affect us because if we're consuming this food and this food like got some has chemicals in it or whatever to like make the food grow faster what makes you think that like it wouldn't make us grow faster or like change our bodies mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah do you think that like i really think it's gmos yeah. because i remember i was watching this movie and this movie was in the 70s and this girl was like 15 and she looked like she was like 11 
and i was like whoa like 15 year olds these days like you know like they looked like so developed and i think that that's why a lot of people are like oh like they're trying to grow up too fast but some of it is like their bodies if a 15 year old girl looks like she's like 17 and it's not and she doesn't have any makeup on you know she's wearing normal clothes that's nothing that she can do you know what i mean control yeah like yeah right like she can't control that so i think that's an interesting point and then someone said this this is just a theory so please like don't quote me on this this is actually just a theory there's no evidence to prove it but someone a scientist thinks that it actually has something to do with technology and the more light that we're exposed to Mm -hmm. including like cell phones and electricity and like yeah things like that microwaves it does something to like our brains and the chemicals in our brains and it makes us think that we've been alive longer and i was like and i read that and i was like what like do i believe that like i know it's just a theory but like that sounds like pretty legit like i don't know well that also ties into um like another aspect of i guess teens growing faster just like in teens in general so let's give a big warm welcome to antonio our first guest hello hello how you doing i'm good and you i'm good i'm good all right so you said something about cell phones yeah we did okay okay i'm gonna be talking about that real quick all right well many people feel stressed overwhelmed and hopeless which is commonly seen in teenagers these days you've seen that before yeah Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So these feelings are a very dangerous combination that could mess with someone's head. Mm-hmm. Because of because of this, teenagers seem to think more negative. But why? It's not directly known. But first, we must think outside the box. Teenagers that were born in the digital era, typically the year 2000 into the present, we were exposed to new technology, especially the one and only, the smartphone. These were made for people to make calls and communicate, but many people use it for texting. How many? You don't need statistics. Just look around. There's, <laughs> there's not one day people do not text. Yeah. Our generation is trapped onto these cell phones. It's like these cell phones are becoming more, like part, becoming part of us. But it's not all bad. We can communicate with friends and family wherever they are. We can create new things using this technology and express our feelings just like we are now. But, of course, being on a cell phone does make a person less social and more timid. Professionals think and blame cell phones for the rise of suicides in teenagers and school shootings. It sounds crazy, but cell phones clearly do make a kind of impact on a generation. But hey, we're cooler than you think. <laughs> Although too much cell phones can harm us, really too much of anything can harm us. If you know that you are stuck to your, cell- your phones, relax and go out. Go play sports, go to your backyard and find a snail or something. Make yourself useful. Communicate and use your voice. This world is full of things, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. That, that was, was actually, really cool. Yeah. And it's actually really interesting what you said about, like, you don't even need, like, stats to, like, see, like, how much people text. Because I remember, like, when I'm on the train back home, and my phone is dead, or, you know, like, I'm not on my phone, and I just, like, look around, and I'm like, wow, everyone is on their phone. Right. Like, literally everyone is on their phone. Everyone has in headphones, and everyone is just, like, looking down. There are so, like, very few people that aren't on their phone. So when I'm not on my phone, like, I can really, like, see that going on around me. And I'm just like, what the heck? Like, this is really crazy. Right. It seems like the only time they're on their cell phones, when they're not on their cell phone, is when their battery's out or something. Yeah, actually. 
And actually, that happens Actually, to me too. I also want to say, like, because I was on the train on the way to Yellow Ow, yesterday. Today? Uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. And, um, like, I wasn't on my phone because, well, I was, I was listening to music, but I was just, like, sitting there because my phone was on, like, four. And <laughs> I don't want to waste the battery. And, you know, I often that happens to me where you're like, oh, when you look around and all these people are on their phones and you're like, wow, this is horrible. But when you're not thinking and you're on your phone, somebody else yeah. his battery died and they're looking at you the same way so you. i feel like it's also like a contradicting thing like i can't be like oh look at these people on their phones when when i'm not even thinking and i'm on my phone they're gonna be thinking the same thing yeah, yeah. that's actually so so true that happens to like us a lot well yeah that's technology now you know cell phones is, is the thing but you know what i actually liked what you said also about like how everything can be bad for you if it's too much because I know it's really, really easy for us to talk about, like, the cons of technology. But just like you said, there's so many cool things that we could do with technology. Like, I can call my mom. I can text her. I could send her a video. Like, you could listen to me on the radio. Instantly. Right. You know, and we don't have to wait. And that may come with, like, some negative things and some negative right. aspects. But, like, that's so great. Like, we rarely talk. It's so easy for us to, like, talk down on something. But... When we actually like sit down and think about that, because I was just thinking about that the other day, like I heard someone playing a song and I was like, oh, my God, like what song is this? You know, I'm really vibing to. I love it. You know, I want to listen to this on my own time. And I just shazammed it. And I knew the name of that song. And now I listen to that song so much. So it's really, really crazy that like we have all these things. Yeah, and we, we have got, so much knowledge. It's just, power. Like, yeah. If you don't know what Shazam is, Shazam is an app where you could... Uh, put your phone next to music and it will tell you what song that is. I know. Just like instantly. For real? I didn't even know that. <laughs> you could do it on Snapchat yeah, now. Shazam works with Snapchat. So it's just what? like if you press the screen, like when you're when you're like using the camera, if you like hold the screen, like a little circle with like little notes will pop up and like it will like analyze the song that is playing out loud. Man, I didn't even know that, man. I live under a rock. <laughs> I, I don't even I don't even use my cell phone as much. So just thank you so much for like talking to us and everything. Yeah, man. Yeah. I hope that you guys like learned something because technology is great. Before we go on to our next topic, someone said something in the chat room, so let's just read that out loud. Um well we asked, hey guys, um what's one word that describes your generation? Someone said allowed and someone else said interesting. But I don't think I spelled that correctly. It's well, fine. That's interesting. Me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, y'all gotta tell us what your generations are too. Like, we want to know what generation you guys are part of. True, we're Generation Z. We are. Yep. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> you were born in two thousand three, two thousand two for you. Yeah, I was born in two thousand two. Oh, sorry. I know we're young. You don't have to comment about that. Uh. Okay, well, now we're going to move on to our next topic, which is... Relationships. Oh. <laughs> More importantly, um, youth in relationships and young people in relationships. So, I have some facts and information for you guys. So, first, um, one of... A very important thing, there is no right age to start having relationships. You know, some people feel more comfortable starting them earlier. Some people feel more comfortable starting them older you know it all yeah. just depends on you and you know it differs per person so if you're not ready to start a relationship that doesn't mean that someone else isn't and if you are ready to start a relationship it doesn't mean that everyone else is so just keep that 
I don't know. Not in to mind. yourself, but keep that in mind, right? So. Oh, and also, sorry, but we should have said this at the beginning before we started the whole show. But like me and Zippy said, we're from Generation Z. So this show is kind of going to be Generation Z's perspective, which yeah. is today's youth. So. Yeah, today's youth, young people, high schoolers, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So um, this is like the average age of like people developing and whatever so nine to eleven years old that's when kids usually start to be more independent from their family and they start to be more interested in like their friends rather than yeah. their family <laughs> but Ten- you still love your family yeah you still love your family but like but you're more interested no. <laughs> in like your friends <laughs> i feel like i could relate to that yeah I guess. Yeah. Um, 10 to 14 is when you start to spend time with like mixed genders groups. So you don't really care about cooties anymore. You know, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. all right, whatever. <laughs> We're all just friends and everything. So, oh, and they might start like having relationships. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, have you? No. Chat box, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> when, when was like your first crush or your first boyfriend or girlfriend or anything like that um ages 15 to 19 that's when like you start having romantic relationships and it becomes like the center of like your social life or it may become the center of your social life and then your friendships become like deeper and more stable which i could relate to that i mean like more roots i'm I'm, i've never been in a relationship before so like cool i can't relate to like all of this <laughs> but <laughs> it's also uh the time at which like your teacher or your principals are like okay that relationship that's not gonna last for three weeks yeah split up yeah stop kissing in the corner that's so funny but that's so true okay so um so since we're already talking about crushes so i guess like there's two types of first crushes the first one is your identity crush and that's when like a child or a young person um find someone that they admire so i'm not sure i don't think this doesn't really have to be romantic it just has to be like when you find someone that like you look up to and you want to be like which yeah that's understandable and the second one is you know the romantic crush you like start imagining another person as like your romantic ideal so yeah that's really interesting and going deeper into relationships family does play a really big part of this so we may as well like bring family back and you know we push them out a little bit you know experience (laughs) friends but you know we got to bring them back in for a little bit and when you're like more open with your family about relationships or you're or when you're young and your family is very open about this i feel like this is like gonna be easier for you you know because if you come from a family where you know your family you know like they don't really talk about yeah, they don't really talk about relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends, sex, anything like that. You're not going to want to come and talk to them about that when you are going through those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just going to be like, I'm dealing with this. My family isn't going to get it or they're going to judge me or they're going to be like, no, like, don't even think about that. So when you are open about those conversations with your family, you they'll be more comfortable coming to and confiding in you about all these issues about relationships or anything like that um so i guess like we're talking about like young people now like very very young people and when you're young i guess like 
9 to 11 I don't know 10 to 14 I don't know but when you're for, when you first start developing like those first crushes it's very important that your family is supportive because if you do have a crush that is the same sex as you or you were attracted to someone that is the same sex as you this could be like kind of confusing for you as like a young person and you're just starting to like develop these feelings and it's really important that your family or the person that you tell this to is like not judgmental and is really like accepting and like you know what i mean yeah and supportive because this does like impact you you know what i mean yeah yeah have you heard of like uh sorry like the four stages of a relationship no like i, I um my health teacher taught me i don't like her you know shout out to you like you wow know, what if she's listening like, hey girl thanks what for if listening. she fails you oh uh, I have an that, A in her you? class. Some, it's She's going to bring suspicious. it down to an F, too. It's going to be suspicious. Okay. Well, um, like, the base of a relationship should... Like, this This is just what, like, I guess what st- statistics and science says. Or, like, yeah. not even that, but just, like, what most people structure a relationship as. Which, it should start with friendship, and then it should move to... Oh, my God. I think it's, um... Then it's, um, like a romantic relationship like you know dating and stuff mm-hmm. and then it's marriage and then it's like sexual activity that's what i guess most relationships are structured like but yeah. it's not always the not right always way like i guess you could say yeah. well not it's not even about being right or wrong it's just not always like the the uh, structure that people take i mean because tying this back into like why young people are growing up older or growing up faster and they're becoming like older faster i guess um this could also tie into like relationships because if you are growing up older and you look similar to someone that's older and your body is already like developed, you may become like sexually active earlier. Um, I mean, that's a, and that actually does, like, a, a constant us. like thing that happens yeah, with our generation. Like, it is. I feel like specifically, not even I'm not gonna say like freshmen nowadays, but for example, like me and you were both freshmen, we've both grown up with similar people. Uh-huh. And like at our schools I'd say that, you know, like the seniors look like seniors and then like, you know, the eighth graders look I guess like eighth grade. But like like with me and my friends and like with friends that I've met from yours and mm-hmm. same vice versa, like we just I don't know, we like grew up a lot faster, I'd say. We've developed faster. Yeah. yeah. And like as time as time um goes on, like I guess um, youth are, like, growing faster and faster and faster physically and mentally. Which is, like, like, I do think that it's very important to, like, educate youth about, like, becoming sexually active just because, like, there's a lot of things. There's a lot more than just, like, the act, you know? It's the consequences. It's, like, the risks. You always have a risk of, like, getting pregnant. And you also... You always have a risk of, like, being exposed to some infection or some disease so and also what builds what what should what should what you should sometimes try to build in order to get to that act yeah which is it should usually relation or i'd say all relationships should be like based on first like friendship and then like yeah definitely because if you're not friends if you can't even talk to them why are you like in a relationship with them you know what i mean yeah come on now you need to be comfortable with them and everything and those are like the basics like that should be like the base of your relationship yeah just just like be safe and talk to your parents about it honestly because it may be awkward and it may be weird but parents know best 
most of the time parents know best Usually. and if you do if you confide in that and your parents know that like you're probably not ready for that you should hear them out and if your parents think that you're ready for that well they can maybe guide you and like help you out with that so and second your health teachers are your gym teachers they might frustrate you but you know sometimes they're right yeah and sometimes, sometimes. they do have like important things to say yeah definitely um and have you uh, or do you know anybody who's had like any like when we were talking about the structures like who's like structured their relationships differently or whatever because i know that um i'm not throwing i'm not putting out names but i'm um, like oh, you wow. know there's like friends of mine shade who, like their relationships are like long like do you ever see those instagram videos that it's like oh yeah like these this like this guy and this girl like who started dating in like sophomore year or whatever yeah and they had a baby in like junior year and then they went to prom with their baby and then it's like them growing up long lasting yeah and it's just it's it's like that's like an example of a different structure but their relationship was based off of um i mean just like just like being in a relationship in the first place it's all up to the person you know every person is different everyone like i don't know so while yes you should be comfortable with that person and like you should have a good relationship with them before you take it further you know everyone just like be smart know what you're doing know the consequences know the risks and after that like i don't know just every person is different and everyone can like do things differently so i don't know it just depends what do you think i agree yeah so um we're just going to go into a, a good song so just y'all know that today um there was a marriage yes there was a marriage i watched it i already watched it already so i didn't watch it really no no i woke up in the morning and i have like the news app on my phone so like it sends me like notifications of like new articles and like news updates and everything and i saw that they got married this morning i didn't even know it was this morning but i saw that they got married this morning and i searched it up and i watched it i didn't watch the whole thing because royal weddings are really long like three hours long so i just like skipped to you know like the interesting parts and yeah yeah. Go watch it. Congratulations. Wait, not that could, could, listen, you, could you say who got married? <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan? Yeah. No, I'm saying like, because we didn't say any names. So people are like, who are they talking about? Oh, yeah. About? Prince Harry got yeah. married to Meghan. And speaking of a prince and a princess, we will go into the song Moment for Life by <laughs> Nicki so Minaj and Drake. And Hopefully y'all enjoy. <laughs> With the stars in the skies, I am no longer trying to survive. I believe that life is a prize, but to live doesn't mean you're alive. Don't worry about me and who I fire. I get what I desire, it's my empire. And yes, I call the shots, I am the umpire. I sprinkle holy water upon the vampire. In this very moment, I'm king. In this very moment, I slay Goliath with a sling. This very moment, I bring, put it on everything that I will retire with the ring. And I will retire. With the crown, yes. No, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We, young money raised me. Grew up out in Paisley, Hi, my name is Caesar. Um, one word that I would describe my generation in is wild. Um, I say this because we like eating Tide Pods. 
as a trend and um well i, I guess that's what well, that's that goes in with the other question what's a bad trend that our gena- generation created was like these like very like dangerous challenges like eating tight pods and like um doing like really um dumb things just for attention but one good trend that we have done was like uh, uh the other different challenges like the ALS challenge you know like raising awareness for like ALS and um other things that help um that are for like charity and all that um one meme that describes my generation will be the Spongebob meme where he's like next to the the rock and he's like you know like naked and all that and like like oof like you know Hey guys, we're back. <laughs> um, and that was so funny. now what we're going to talk about, well, it actually ties a lot into what he just talked about is trends. So, um, what are some bad trends that like you think right, should die? Yeah, in the in the oh, or good say, ones in the trap box. In the chat box type good and bad trends that need to Cuz I'm actually really interested cuz don't you know like the end of the year roasts? Have you ever seen those on on YouTube? No. Well, like a lot of YouTubers, what they do is they'll have, like, an end-of-the-year roast. Like, trends that need to die before 2018 oh, yeah. and everything. Like, sometimes I'll be, like, kind of salty because I'll be watching those and I'm like, I still do that and I like it. <laughs> no, the thing about the about the challenges, though, those need to die. For real. Because there have been a lot of dumb challenges. Um, The Tide Pod one, I remember, there used to be one where it's like you do... It's like you draw a black box on like your wrist or your arm with Sharpie. And then if you like press your phone against it and you take a picture with flash, mm. it's supposed to like zap you. Uh, Have you ever? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Or there was one like where it's like... Like the ice and the salt? Yes, I was just about <laughs> to say that. Yeah. Or the Kylie Jenner challenge. Oh my. <laughs> that was like, horrible. You take a little cup that like... Usually like create, a vodka like, glass. Yeah. And you create like suction and it's supposed to like make your lips swell up. Yeah. Like Kylie yeah. Jenner. <laughs> and a lot of... There were some people that got like busted lips. Like they actually busted their lip open because of that. Those challenges, they do like need to die. They need And just please... Oh, do you remember the... Do you remember the cinnamon challenge? Oh, yeah. This all reminds me of uh, the YouTuber <laughs> Glozel. Do you remember her? <laughs> Um, she would do all of these challenges. Yeah, she was she was something like the cinnamon challenge where you grab like a big uh-huh. spoonful of cinnamon and like put it in your mouth. And you could actually it. get hurt from all of these challenges. So I don't see like what the big appeal was. Yeah, and like going back to the uh, the salt and ice challenge, it was um where you put like salt on your on your like arm or yeah. whatever, and then like you put ice over it, mm-hmm. and it's like because you know like salt intensifies like ice. Yeah. So it's like gonna it's it made a mark on your arm. It did, um, but there's also some good challenges, just like Caesar just said, the ALS challenge. I know that that one, it was you were pouring like a bucket of like cold water on yourself and it was supposed to be like that's the feeling that people with ALS can have at random moments I think I'm not so sure about that but I know that that challenge it was supposed to be like that's how people with ALS feel at times so it's like you go through that and like see how they feel and that was for charity because I know that people were donating to that too yeah 
But yeah. What are some fashion trends that you've that you think have been really good? I think that dad hats is a really good fashion trend. I don't know. I like them. Because I know that dad hats have like always been around. But you know, no one wore them. No one liked them except for dads. <laughs> and you're like, we made it a thing. So come on. Don't say that we didn't do like anything good. Because we made dad hats a thing. There are also some really good things that we have made popular again. Or we have made it a really good thing. Like resurfacing. Yeah. And we have two super great guests joining us to tell us about that. Hello, y'all. Hi, guys. It's Camila again, y'all. What's up? <laughs> What's up? And who's the other guest? Oh, Emilio. Emilio, you should be banned. But you know what? We'll make an exception for you. Yeah, Making for all him. that noise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Trying to interrupt and sabotage your show. Yeah, the first 30 yep. minutes of the show, y'all hear that noise in the background? It's from him. That was him walking to get his Cheetos. <laughs> anyways yeah so tell us what you have well one big like trend not trend but thing that has gotten really really big in our generation is sneakers you know the whole whole sneaker head type of thing you know and there's actually a sneaker convention that just started this year which was from uh, I don't want to butcher his name but you mean I don't want to butcher his name but yeah, he started the sneaker convention because he got inspiration from VideoCon, like, you know, VidCon. And he was like, oh, well, what if we had something like this, but for, um, you know, for people that collect sneakers? And basically what SneakerCon was that people would bring their sneakers and would basically, like, sell them on the spot. They yeah. would make trades. They would, you know, all that type of good stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 How many pairs of sneakers do you have? Um, I'd say like a good ten. Really? Really? I have have one. (laughs) I have a lot. I'm wearing them right now. (laughs) I have a lot of shoes. What about you, Emilio? Emilio has Yeezys, so six to seven shoes, but I literally wear the same ones. Like I have these Adidas, you know. I wear them every day, and then I also have some. How do you wear them every day? You go to (laughs) you. You go to a school where you're supposed to dress formal. Oh, yeah. You wear yeah, dress shoes. Like, when I go out, I put like. Because oh. I'm thinking rather to put my like the data. Right. Don't jump to conclusions, Emmanuel. But um. He jumped on um, the truth. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of sneakers, a lot of like old like brand sneakers have been coming back. Like Fila. The Fila yeah. sneakers have been coming back. So have, like, you know, the Pumas yeah. and Vance are getting really big. And also our Crocs. You know what the funny thing is? Like, I what? bet that, I bet that like, the owner and the founder of all these brands are just feeling, like, so good right now. Because I remember, like, Champion years ago. If you yes. had Champion, people would be making fun of you. People would be I calling you dirty. That. Like, you could get that at Walmart. Like, not saying that people that shop and at Walmart are dirty. now it's, like, in Urban Outfitters, like, so overpriced. Yeah, like but that's what, what people that's what people would call you. Like yeah. a lot of people would be like, Oh, you have champion, oh you have like Fila and everything. But now yeah. it's like, yeah, you could get like a champion sweater for like seventy dollars and everything. But like we were talking earlier, like you do you. Like Honestly. you don't have to like yeah. wear name brand to be like all Honestly, that. Honestly, if you like yeah. it, wear it. Come on now. Mm-hmm. And especially because people have been thrift shopping a lot. Yeah. Thrifting. 
has been like very you know big mm-hmm. so it's collaborations with like other brands like oh, there's yeah. like the off-white chuck taylor all-star 70 converse Mm-hmm. Like they resell for a lot of money. Honestly, though, I feel like off white is like a waste money, of your money. Honey, because yeah. like it'll be like an ordinary like belt, and it's like off white, and all of a sudden it's like seven hundred dollars. I know it's crazy. Honestly, like, maybe something like does that tie into like Kanye West's brand? Yes. Yeah. Con- okay, his Yeezys. I would get a pair of Yeezys if I had like easy money. Honestly, they're really big because of the boost. Yeah, yeah. That the is, Yeezy boost like really brought them up. Especially people were um, going crazy over the Yeezy five hundred blush. Mm-hmm. Like, those are really big right now because he just dropped them. But I mean, like things like Adidas and like Nike, they have mm-hmm. some like really nice looking shoes. So for that, like I would pay the money to get that because yeah. like they look good and you know like you're buying quality. quality. Yeah. Can we talk about how ugly Valenciagos are? No, they're ugly. It seems like you have something to say, Emilio. Yeah, you say they're but ugly, and they resell for so much money. Like, pull up your phone and look at Valenciago's just because they're designer, and they're so ugly and chunky and ugly. Those are ugly. Yes, they are. They're like a sock and a harachis mixed together. Those are ugly. Those are so... Mm-mm. Those are bulky. But still, you know, like something that I like that I like about like the Balenciaga shoes, they're like for like hanging out, and I think at the same time like for sports, like you know. How are you gonna hang out with like over a thousand dollar shoes, Emilio? And then you gotta, you know, you gotta flex. Oh, you got a flex? You got a flex. Wow. So that could also tie into makeup, like you know, you could buy a normal. Um, lip gloss, or you could, or like lipstick, or you mm. could buy Kylie Jenner brand. I do and not buy Kylie. And I don't buy Kylie Jenner. You're, but you're buying buy the Kylie name. Jenner. Yeah, I do agree with that. You know what? There's there's a brand called ColourPop. Ooh, and yes. It's the exact same formula. And it's so much cheaper. Right. It's did like seven dollars. Did you hear that thing where they were talking about how like the Kylie um the Kylie Jenner like lips stuff? Did you? They did that in the same yes. factory as ColourPop, yes. and they were like. Oh, what what's going on? It's literally just like the more expensive version. Honestly, did you guys see her brushes though? Oh yeah, when she sold like a pack $350 of like three hundred and fifty dollars for brushes. Oh, come on now. No. You know whatever. Like I feel like I don't know. Like I know that a lot of people were like not really supporting her, her concealers and her foundation. I think. Yeah. And honestly, I understand that because I remember um. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, like, she has this wide range. And it was right after um, Rihanna came out yes, with hers. Fenty Beauty, hands yeah. down, the best makeup brand ever. And a lot of, and I was, one thing that I was saying was, like, why would I support Kylie Jenner? Right. When I could support Rihanna, which is also a person of color and mm-hmm. understands, and actually understands, like, the struggle of, Honestly. like, getting makeup that fits your skin tone. Mm-hmm. Speaking about the Kardashians, can we talk about Kanye for a second here? I feel like when it comes to his brand and his sneakers, people are definitely buying the name. But yeah, a lot of, you know, fashion has become really big in our generation, you know. Yeah, I like it, but 
I'm sorry, I cut you off. And I have a list of like kind of I I'd say resurfacing um like items are mm-hmm. like that our generation is buying now. Well, like Converse is in this list, but everyone's always been like buying Converse. Yeah, like they have true. never gone out of style. Honestly. Um same with Crocs, like they have Crocs, resurfaced. Yeah, or like when I was writing this list like a few months ago, they were. They were um yeah. not that they're dying out, but you know. Yeah. Um and also like things like vinyls, like a lot of people are buying like record yes, players and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, those are from like the <laughs> The 1950s, I can like, they're like a new thing now. No, not even from yeah. before. And also like Polaroid cameras, like from the 1940s but and yeah, stuff. yeah, I love Polaroids. And ma- mainly because like, you can make a copy out of a Polaroid. Yeah. Well, actually you can. I have a Polaroid printer. Oh yeah, you oh. do. <laughs> you do. But I guess it takes the magic out of it because Polaroid's supposed to be like an at the moment thing. And yeah. like, I could just like grab a, like a Snapchat selfie and like print it. Yeah. But yeah, what a great talk. We will be awesome. back in a little bit, but hopefully you enjoy the song. She can say in her voice, in her way, that she loves me. With her eyes, with her smile, with her belt, with her hands, with her money. I am the thesis of her prayers. Her nieces and her nephews are just pieces of the layers. Only one she loves as much as me is Jesus Christ and Taylor. I got a future song singing for my grandma. You sing it too, but your grandma ain't my grandma. Hey guys, we're back. Don't forget that you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, currently broadcasting live from Studio Y. Your local in Little Village. Oh, want to create that distortion up in here I yeah see you. yeah i do hopefully you're enjoying the show right now i don't know if you're young and you're in love with fashion and you know you're just like you're right now you're like really enjoying the whole show but you know if you're kind of confused with what we're talking about th- right now we're just gonna talk a little uh, a little bit about like you know the, gen- generations. the generations in general yeah so if you guys don't watch BuzzFeed, then you won't know what we're talking about. But um, a while ago, BuzzFeed came out with this video, and it was it was really convenient because it was right about the time that we were deciding that we want to do this show, and it was just talking about like seven or eight generations. I'm not sure, but it went into depth about like each generation, and we're just gonna tell you about that. So the first generation that they started talking about was gi generation i think that's greatest generation i don't know but the events that they were around for was the great depression pearl harbor world war ii so are i'm guessing that they're known for the greatest generation because they kind of did the struggling to make america what it is today yeah actually yeah that's so so right um during this time there was a really big leap in like education and infrastructure so this generation did a lot it really did um and just in case you're wondering what america looked like back then it was six it was 76 to 83 percent white six to seven percent hispanic seven to twelve percent black six to four percent asian one percent mixed or zero to one percent mixed so yeah there were also a lot of veterans in this generation just like you said before 
So there were, we're a talking lot of about people like, with PTSD. Yeah, like the population of America. Yeah. Not the world. This is just America. for America. Yeah, definitely. So the generation after that was the silent generation. And that was from... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, GI generation was 1901 to 1927 so yeah that was a really really long time ago the silent generation probably, yeah, dead. Oh, man, that's sad like actually 100 wait. years old okay yeah yeah there might still be a few i don't know okay so the silent generation was from 1928 to 1945 and this was post american dream or this was post-war and this was like when the american dream was like becoming a really big thing the moon landing also happened the cold war and divorce was actually made more common during this generation yeah um (laughs) they had the highest employment rate and of the gi generation and the baby boomers so wow a lot of people worked during the silent generation is that the generation of like tupperware and stuff (laughs) Why do you say that? I'm just asking. I don't know. If it's like post-war. Yeah, Stephanie loves Stephanie Tupperware. Stephanie says she loves Tupperware. So does my mom. If I, I love ever Tupperware. You hear that? Yeah. So does my mom. If I lost Tupperware, my mom would kill me. <laughs> shout but, out to her. Right, shout out to her. Um also 88% of women were not in the workforce during this generation. That's crazy. The improvements. And also, no one from this generation served as president, which I think is really crazy. I don't know why, but... That's such a big leap. I know. That's really crazy. 20 years? It's like, yeah, about 20 years. Yeah. So I don't don't even know how So somebody was either super young or super old. I don't know. I mean, presidents are usually old, but I don't know. <laughs> the generation after that was oh yeah i'm so sorry so sorry if you're wondering how america looked like it was 76 to 83 percent white six to nine percent hispanic seven to nine percent black three to four percent asian and one percent mixed and that was for the silent generation. yeah next generation is baby boomers i was really really surprised about a lot of things about this generation so listen up this might be your parents I know my dad is a baby boomer, but this was from the years 1946 to 1964. Um, During this generation, the Vietnam War happened. Lots of protests, Woodstock, and this was like during the MLK and JFK, like during that whole thing. So there was a lot of civil rights movements and like this whole generation was really motivated to like change the world and the, they were the biggest generation before the millennials. And there was a really big sexual revolution due to, like, birth control yeah. being, like, really popular. So, yeah, I think that, that was really crazy because also drinking and marijuana and drugs were used more by baby boomers than any other generation in their youth. Oh, really? So, <laughs> I have, like, a theory. And a lot of people say that, like, we're us or millennials are like really really bad generations but honestly if you want to be like judging and whatever baby boomers did a lot of crazy stuff were they the pioneers they were like during like the woodstock days like like when hippies were like becoming they were a really big group like this was when marijuana and like drugs and drinking and everything was like at its peak yeah so please don't come for us 
please don't, because, like, y'all did a couple stuff, too. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, so if you're wondering how America looked like, it was 67 to 79% white, 7 to 15% Hispanic, 9 to 13% black, 4 to 5% Asian, and 1% mixed. So the numbers are growing. Yeah. Other than white, they're plummeting. Yeah. But, but more diversity. Yay. <laughs> the next generation is Generation X. My mom was Generation X. Good for her. What about your parents? Were they Generation X? Let me see these dates. Um, yeah, Generation X and yeah. Yeah, those are probably like our parents or yeah. They were born between 1965 and 1980. During this generation, um, the end of the Cold War, AIDS. There was an AIDS crisis, but MTV and music videos also happened. They're kind of like the middle child of like generations, I guess. Like current us generations, yeah. Being like the youngest and like baby boomers and everything, being like the older people. So, oh yeah, like the babies. Actually, this generation has the most personal debt. I'm confused why. I don't know. Do you have any theories or anything? Um, maybe because of all the. Um craziness the baby boomers bought upon us <laughs> <laughs> they, they brought a lot their of craziness yep yeah but yeah i don't know um this this generation was actually stereotyped as like slackers aimless unmotivated and just like really into pop culture so yeah. mom but also you like this yeah so, uh, well our, a lot of our parents are um between baby well the youth's Parents are between baby boomers, Generation X, and millennials. Yeah. Um, and like, even if like they say that they like, I don't see like con- a lot of parents like being slackers and Same. all of that. I feel like they're really hard. Maybe this like, was like when they were like young. Because those are I like don't see that now. Those three generations are the adults of today's yeah. world. And, and they're hardworking. Yeah, they are the ones that judge us too. But they're hardworking. <laughs> like. Yeah, and just in case you're wondering how America looked like, Emmanuel, do you want to take that one? Sure. Um, they were 57 to 65% white, 15 to 21% Hispanic, 12 to 13% black, 5 to 7% Asian, and 1 to 2% mixed. Okay. Yeah, I like those mixed numbers mixed growing. Is growing, right? <laughs> yeah, let's get some mix over here. And now to millennials. Shout out to all y'all millennials out there, because I think that's like... Stephanie's like, a millennial, and so is Vanessa. Yeah, I see y'all. Whitney, too. <laughs> Brenda. Logan, I see y'all looking at me. Actually, I'm not sure. Is, is, is Brenda a millennial? Yeah. Is Logan a millennial? They're millennials. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah, hit us up with your birthdays. Yeah, um, actually. And also, Vanessa says that, well, Vanessa is a millennial, and she said that her generation, in her words, is the most thoughtful and nerdy generation. Really? Okay. I agree with them. Okay. So, um, they lived around the time of... Lived? Uh, You're acting like they all died. <laughs> well, they lived through this. True. And they're okay, still so living. Uh, they were you. born between 1981 and 1997. Yeah. My sister thinks that she's a millennial. She was born in 2000. So no, BB, you are Generation Z right along with me. That rhymed. <laughs> but Well, um when we say well, I guess these events happened when um when they were like when, young. When they could not 
I, I wouldn't say young. Youth? Well, maybe, yeah, youth. Or, like, they, they could process things yeah. correctly. Not like they happened when they were, like, one. Uh-huh. But, um, like, um, they lived through 9-11. <laughs> lived through, that's so weird. But 9-11, Obama's election, and the um, rise of the global internet. That's very true, actually. Yeah. Um, just like you said, yeah, I think that this is while, like, they were, like, teenagers. Because, like, I remember Obama election. I just, like, was really, really young. I don't remember that. It was like when we were in kindergarten. Exactly. I don't remember that. Okay. I, was I guess. I guess. So they actually took over the boom baby boomers in terms of like size. So millennials, I guess you're pretty big. I think that this is yeah. pretty understandable because if there were a lot of baby boomers, then they had kids. And Their since, children were yeah. millennials. Yeah. And since baby boomers was like the second biggest, I would say their their right, children's yeah. generation had to be like fairly large too yeah yeah but um baby boomers no millennials are less likely to um be interested in like marriage relationship the military or politics and religion and stuff like yeah that. which is like i think that that's actually like pretty accurate i don't know like i feel like we can say that like we see that a lot because we're saying this from like an outside perspective but if you're a millennial and like you're hearing this and you're like what no like just to take a second and think about it maybe it's actually true i don't know this is um talking just like as a whole yeah not in general you. we're not talking to you specifically I see, I see you in the purple jacket looking at me yup yeah trying to turn up the radio seeing if you heard us right you did you did for real and millennials are actually um the largest generation to be in the workforce and i think millennials are um the um, the biggest generation to like be lg in the lgbt yeah, community yeah yeah i think that that's really interesting yeah. i never even thought of that about that before but in case you are wondering how america looked like during this time i know you are ask ask how america looked hey uh zippy how did america look at the time 54 to 58% were white, 20 to 23 Hispanic, 13 to 15% black, 4 to 7% Asian, and 2 to 3% mixed. Yes, those numbers are growing. Yeah, they are. More diversity, yes. Yes, now we're going. <laughs> Actually, no. Well, those numbers are going backwards now. Okay. Um, well, and now finally, generation. Well, not finally, but I'd, I'd say the youth of. The youth Today? of today's world yeah. is Generation Z, which Gen is, Z. Uh-huh. is which they were born between 1998 and 2010. So that yeah. is today's youth, youth or yeah. young people. So during during this time, global terrorism happened, Trump election happened. Yeah, YouTube and digital content had like a really big boom, and so did social media. They call us the social media natives, which yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So sad. Um, and um, they say that m- they say that Generation Zs are supposed to be more hardworking. Yeah. And also more but anxious. More ex- <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Well, not all of us are working yet. <laughs> to be like yet. more anxious. Do they mean school? That's for sure. Look what y'all doing to us in school. Right. I just this found is on out. You. I just found out that our finals are like our finals is right before the last day of school i am shook really yes those are always the last day of my school i no, i don't know i didn't know that i always have three days of finals that are half days and then break 
Like yeah. winter break or summer break. Oh, well, we are the first generation to like not remember a time with no internet, and that's actually true because when I was younger, I don't remember using the internet a lot because like it wasn't as developed as it is today. But I do remember there being internet. Like, yeah, since I, I, I never remember a time when there wasn't internet. Yeah. So I guess that also ties into why they think we're like, um, well, at least stereotype us. Sometimes. Yeah. And we grew up with like a black president, same sex marriage. So I think that we'll be like very accepting. Our yeah, generation. we're very open minded. Yeah, because we have like grown up when like all those social issues like weren't as big as they were they're still big but not as big they've been tamed for a bit yeah and also um we were also like i guess we're the main targets for like the saying like eight minute attention span Uh uh-huh like have you heard of that yeah i guess like we i don't know no yeah i guess Uh, i don't know because some of us are woke hey and listen to this this is a really good thing we are best compared to the silent generation. Which is, aren't, aren't it? Well, what is Actually, never mind. Yeah. I it thought the silent, seem... the silent generation, um, they were like the ones to follow the rules the most of us all. Well, I but mean, that I guess we're like. But that's the opposite of what we are. Actually, no millennials. Rule followers? I don't know. I didn't sound as good as I thought it would sound. So, <laughs> whatever. Just forget about that. Oh. And we're probably going to have the most entrepreneurs than any other generation. So, yes, we are hard- hardworking and we are right. creative. We not lacking. We're getting that money. Look right. at us getting coin. Mm-hmm. In case you're looking, in case you're wondering how America looked at this time or looks now, it's 50 to 54 percent white. 23 to 26% Hispanic, 13 to 14% black, 5% Asian, and 3 to 5% mixed. And I feel like those numbers have grown so much because actually, I, I'd say those numbers are like when we were born and that yeah. ended around 2010. Mm-hmm. So now that ties into the last generation. Well, not the last, obviously. Generation um, Alpha. Oh, that's scary. And <laughs> they're from 2011 to 2025. Yeah. So... They will be the most formally educated generation in history, which I think is really, really crazy. And they're going to have the most technology at their disposal. Yeah. And and this is pretty cool. They're the first generation to entirely be born in the 21st century because I know, like, for Generation Z, it's kind of, like, split up. Yeah. So, yeah. Between 19 and 20. Most of these families will be one-child families, and they're probably going to be the wealthiest generation in history crazy i see y'all so they're gonna beat us with being entrepreneurs i know right i don't know that's just like we have to revolt though right (laughs) (laughs) and it's predicted by 2042 i know really long time it sounds really far um racial minorities will or might make up the majority of u.s population i know i know i see marie looking shook i know you're shook listening to that and there's a there's a 50% increase in multiracial youth, which I think is really crazy because, like, that is true. I feel like years and years from now, most people are going to be mixed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause... Like, mixed with a bunch. Like, even today, mm-hmm. like, you never even know what you're mixed yeah. with. Yeah. But now that also it's ties into future generations. And we have a special guest, well, special guests with us today. Hello. Say, he- say hello, guys. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello, hi. Are you guys gonna say your names? My name's oh. Daniel. <laughs> and my and my name's Marie. 
And we're just here um, explaining what happened so far. They kind of went down in detail what each um, generation was, basically, and how, you know... They were lighting what was happening at the time of those generations. And I guess my number one question is, like, after Generation Z, like, what were, what's the next generation going to be called, you know? But, like, what is it? It's going to be after Generation Z, it's going to be Generation Alpha. And then after that, I guess they're just going to go off, like, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, and stuff like that, you know? So, like, what is it? Generation Alpha is going to be born roughly around 2013. You know, not really correct numbers-ish, but, like, 2013, 2025, still, you know, in the works. But they're going to grow up, like, you're, like you were saying, like, they're going to grow up with the more um, technology in hand. And, like, there's going to, like, be a bunch of hardworking, probably, and hopefully not so lazy than us. Well, not really, but... You know what I'm saying, right, Dan? Yeah, and as you guys were saying, hopefully um, the next few generations that are going to be coming up um, get more diverse, as they're saying. But with all the stuff happening in the world right now, like people not accepting the change and all that, I feel it's going to be like a hard um, new generation that's going to be coming up. And hopefully, you know, we get along with each other, you know? Yeah, because, like, what is it? After Alpha, it's going to be Beta, and, like, might as well get along right now before some of us are, like, heading to Mars, because there may... Because, like, there's not, like, actual factual evidence right now, but there may or may not be a possibility that Generation Beta is going to be living on Mars. And is that based off of science? Um, or, like, does science say that? Possibly. Like, well, you know. um, didn't they also say we were going to have, like, flying cars and stuff? Yeah. So, um... No, I think we're going to have to wait a little bit more. There might be flying cars. Maybe we just aren't rich enough to, like, buy them. True. I mean, there was a wannabe hoverboard, but that's not really a hoverboard, is it? That's not a McFly. And as you guys were saying, um, one of the generations were going to be, like, the most richest and stuff. So hopefully that will help them, like, saving up money for that new hip flying car or hovering. (laughs) Either one, you know. I actually really don't care about the car. I actually want to go to Mars. I want to live on Mars. I don't. I'm going to stay on Earth yeah, where I, I know. Them. Yeah, but at the same time, since we're running out of materials and whatnot, you know. Have y'all seen the movie um, Whatever Happened to Monday? No, Ooh, I, I haven't. I did see that Mm-mm. movie. They, I don't trust the government for nothing. Because in that movie, they said, oh, the because po- it's like, uh, like not po- I wouldn't say post-apocalyptic, but it's like years from now when like the population has like overpassed what it should be. And like, you know, it's just like, Cause have you seen like videos of like Asia when it's like overpopulated and stuff? Yeah, yeah it's kind of really like crowded. that's how America is, and so like it's we're suffering from a giant overpopulation thing, and it's like there's this law where you can only have one child, and like there's this guy that has like seven children, and he names each of them like a day because they're all like twins, you know? Because they it's like seven kids at once. Oh that's my god! Crazy. But, so whatever um, happened to Monday? So yeah, like because Monday goes missing, and I won't spoil the rest. But um, like it's kind of <laughs> just like the government policy is that you can only have one child. Per um, per household or what or like per family, but and they say like if you have more than one, like they they take the government takes your child and they like, they supposedly freeze the child, um and like you know lock like put them away for later when the population is like back to normal, which y'all know by the numbers if it's growing it wouldn't go back down. And I'm not gonna spoil the rest, um because you know somebody might want to watch it, but the government lied. There's also another TV show, not TV show, there's there's a show on Netflix called Black Mirror, and it's like, what if... Oh, that's so messed up. That yeah, show is so messed up. It is. It is really messed up. And I feel like some of the scenarios they put on, like robots killing humans because of how advanced they are, you know, 
Well, we gave them that permission when yeah. we made them like. That's true, but at the same time, it like the scenario goes like this: robots, um, not robots, not actual like beep boop like human sized robots. Yeah, AI, the AI takes over the world, and it's like a few people are trying to survive and live, but you know, too smart, too advanced, you know. But then again, like, what did we expect? Like when we tried to make super, super, super smart computers, like what did we expect? Like they would think of a thought process themselves and like, hey, I don't want to be controlled anymore, you know. And that's just like signing up. to signing ourselves up to be lazy because if we say that like generations are becoming um, more and more ignorant as we go and like more um less and less active and like it it's just like making computers like that is just like the opposite way we want to go because if you're making them that smart it's just like oh yeah like like movies where they're like maids like honestly that's just like the downfall of the human race yeah and then they're gonna start like thinking like why do i have to start taking orders honestly like just like Mango said, I do not trust the government. Honestly, like, I was talking to, about my sister. I was talking to my sister about this the other day, and we were like, yeah, we think that there is a cure for cancer, but, like, the government is withholding it. Because just think about this. The government gets so much money off of cancer treatments. And just the other day, I was reading this article about this doctor, and he grew an ear on a veteran's forearm that lost her ear doing war, and they grew it from her forearm and reattached it to her face that is crazy so you think that we can do that but we don't have a cure for cancer yet and there was a doctor and he was saying that he had a cure for cancer but shortly after that claim he went to jail and shortly after he was in jail he died so that was a setup food for thought don't trust the government uh, they're plotting. Well, was, who would you trust more? AI, like advanced AI that could practically, you know, get smarter than us, than ourselves? That is the, the government. government. No, no, no. That is the government. Oh my like, God. Like, um, have you guys seen that Shane Dawson video where he's all like, the government's gonna, like, they, they're gonna make, like, concentration camp type places, and those, like, and you wanna know what those buildings are? Walmart, because they're so big, and they're all <laughs> over America, and they're gonna shove Americans in there. And make, make a new America. <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little bit far fetched, but you know what? It let's not true. let's not let it pass over our heads just yet. I mean, what it, oh, I was gonna think of something else, but I don't. I don't know. Well, they're they're like they're using like statistics and stuff to like predict what generations will be in the future. Like, if we don't, at the end of the day, all this like man, um, like hu- the human brain like they could predict so much and make so much happen in the future but at the end of the day like you know global warming will eat us all that's so. true <laughs> like in the name of a uh, jurassic park nature finds a way mm-hmm. okay that was dark never mind <laughs> all right well thank you so much for joining us i hope that you guys really enjoyed that talk i know i did but just stay tuned and come back for a lot more great things hey.
Uh, I'm Alex. I'm from Generation Z, I suppose. Um, so if I were to describe my generation using one word, I would say it's random. We tend to do a lot of weird things at random times. Like an example of things would be um, like these challenges we do, which leads me to uh, some bad trends my generation has created, like eating Tide Pods. That's terrible and it's probably not even the worst thing we're gonna do um and tying into like social media uh a meme that would describe my generation would be uh probably the lost college freshman because everyone just seems so like confused and scared the day when my poetry got me in trouble i was in sixth grade Second period science. I was called to the principal's office. Like confusion spins through my head like a gruesome carnival ride in which I was the only one riding. You know why we called you down here. My mouth, for the first time, has nothing to say. My teeth become a broken boneyard, tired from biting onto themselves. As the thought of them calling my mother clogs my throat like swallowing the world's biggest pill. You see, we were a bit concerned about something you wrote in your Google Docs. My suicide poll. They were concerned if I was going to kill myself. We don't want this to go around, it's a bit inappropriate. At that moment, I realized that a problem is not solved or adjusted or brought to attention unless it is their attention. Unless it gets them an extra dollar on their paycheck with a congratulations and a front cover on the newspaper. Middle school principal helps prevent a sixth grade student from killing herself. While I was trying to spread awareness to such problem, I was being pulled out of my class to be brought to attention to which had nothing to do with my own health, but to 65,000 US teenagers. Risking my father's job so he can come down here for what? Risking the meal of an underpaid immigrant family for what? You encourage leaders to stand up for what is right and make a change, yet blame them for the corruption. How can we make an impact if you obtain it? How can we light a match of hope if you extinguish it? How can we avoid becoming a statistic if you don't take precautions? I left that office, drowning in my own guilt and a new notebook. She wrote, Write a poem about gratitude, how we have so much to be thankful for, but never appreciate. As if I didn't value my own life, as if I'm not grateful for the bridge my parents built. For you, that was an act of kindness. You saved the life of an undepressed, unsuicidal sixth grader to not commit suicide. So I write this for the too inappropriate, too graphic, too woke, the troubled teenagers, the outspoken rebellion, the mentally scarred, the attention-seeking. No, I write this for the future activists, future feminists, for the silenced boys who will become outspoken men. I write this for the funeral of all shutdown ideas. I write this for the little sixth grade girl in that office.
Stephanie. I was born in 1983. Um, one thing that my generation has contributed to society, I think, is um, arts and creativity. I believe that our generation um, wa struggle a lot and they are fighters. Uh, what is good and bad about my, um, good or bad, a bad trend that my generation created? Mm, those hats with a flower on top. I think they were very, very ugly. And if, my, if I need to describe my generation with a meme, I think we don't have memes. We don't like memes or we don't understand memes. Maybe it's just me. Guys, remember you are listening to WLPN LP, Chicago 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali, in Little Village. I'm Zipporah. I'm Amanda. And we are your amazing, amazing, amazing hosts today. I hope that you guys are really enjoying yourselves. We're because almost over, I but know. we still have so much to go. I know, for real. I know. <laughs> well, um, what did you think about the audio piece? That was really, really amazing. I really felt that. And, um... She's from Generation Z. Oh, yeah. I think they know that. No, they don't. Okay, whatever, whatever. Um, that poem, like, it actually reminded me of something that happened to me when I was, like, in eighth grade, I think. And this actually really did affect me, and it did leave me feeling, I don't know, but it made me feel really weird. Um, once I was walking, I was in math class, and I was like, you know, I'm so bored. Let me go to the bathroom really quick. So I went to the bathroom and there was this girl and she was like sitting on the floor and she was like crying. Like, and I don't know. And I asked her, I was like, oh, are you okay? Cause how can you not say something? And she was like, yeah, like I'm good and everything. And I just like walked into the bathroom. Cause I was like, okay. And, I when, the bathroom. and when I closed the stall door, there was a note like taped on the stall door from inside. And I took the note and I read it. And it was like a suicide letter. And I don't know. I was just like really, really shocked. And yeah. So I went out and I sat with her and I was talking to her. And at first she wasn't really responding. And I don't know. She was just like kind of brushing me off. But then she actually started to like open up and tell me why and how she got to that point. But before we could finish talking about it, some teachers walked in and they were like, oh, like, thank you for sitting with her. But we got this. I go back to class, took fine and everything. And they told me they're like, OK, like <laughs> you need to give us the letter. So, you know, like, of course, they were like authority. And I gave it to them thinking that they would handle the situation. And one of the teachers told me that, you know, they were aware of this. And <laughs> yeah, like they were aware of it. And it really opened my eyes because in the end of the day, they didn't really do anything. And she and I saw her in the hallways and I never like caught up with her. And I kind of regret that because I already left the school. But I don't know. It was just really, really sad that they didn't do anything. They didn't really do anything to help her. And that poem this poem just like really reminded me of that i kind of forgot about that i didn't think about that in a really really long while in a really long time but that poem really like made me think of that i don't know i kind of just wanted to share that well now we're going to move on to um 
our next topic. We're going to hear an interview by little Thea. I hope that you guys enjoy it. <laughs> and we'll be right back. is cute. Okay. Um, do you want to say how old you are? Yeah, I'm four and a half. And what kind of things do five-year-olds think about at your age? Um, they think I look cool. <laughs> yep, every five-year-old down the block's like, whoa, guys, he is coming. Look out. And then, and then they're going to be like, I'm a cool dancer and I'm going to watch out for cars. I'm going to be like this, dancing away from them. Do you want to say the name of your band? Yes. Oh, what's the name of your band? Will Turns On. Will Turns On. Um, huh? What is that? Look at you're going in the dark. Whoa. It's so shiny right here, right? Yeah. We're both going in the dark. We're both blowing stuff. So. <coughs> um, do you want to what does your band name mean? My band name means it's a pretty band. Oh. It does sound like a pretty band. Yes, it does. Um, would your band prefer pizza or tacos? Pizza. Why? Because I love pizza and Yola loves pizza. Hmm. Um, who are the other band members? My other band members is... Dad, um, my, also in my school, Lainey. Oh, is she the songwriter? I think so. And Thanks. you? Whoa, I'm part of the band? Yeah. I have an upgrade. <laughs> Do you think that you're helping all of, uh, um, all of your neighbors by making this music? Yeah. Um, how do you think you're helping? Because my brain. Mm. What kind of, do you spread positive ideas through your music? Yeah. What kind of ideas? My kind of ideas is I want to have a microphone to sing with. Do you think that you could sing us a little bit of your songs? Sure. Okay. Twinkle, twinkle, little song. <sighs> wow, do you want me to hold the mic for you? Are you tired? Yeah. That was great. And is that a Thea original? Yeah. It's very really intense. If your band could be anything in the world, what would your band be? My band would be on top. It would be a light kitty cat. It would be a rainbow of a kitty cat. If you could make a song with another singer that you listen to, what singer would you choose? My dad. Your dad? Uh -huh. I thought you already make music with your dad. So you're going to make more music with your dad? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Where do you see your band five years from now? Biolo. Biolo? Yeah. Whoa. What are you guys going to be doing, Biolo? I need you to come here, 
so you can do the drums. Do the drums? I okay. Mean the guitar. Oh, the guitar. Yeah, and stand right next to me. Okay. On stage, and then they will throw me up, everybody, when I when I am sitting, cause I'm a cool singer. Yep, real cool. Do you think that your music is helping the world to heal from its evil? Yeah. What kind of evil do you think our world has? Um, sunshine. Yeah, sunshine is so evil. And also sunset. Oh, sunset's the worst. And. Also, the future is gonna be so cool. Like everything is gonna glow up. Mm -hmm. All the houses and everybody that I know is gonna glow up. You're gonna have a glow up. Mhm. Mm My city screen. Well, do you think that your music um, is helping out the social media and all the kids of the world? Yeah. Why do you think that? Because I'm the beautiful singer ever. The most beautiful. And um, I am 100 cool. Yup. Yeah. Like. I mean, I'm 101. Do you know who Adele is? No. Oh, you're like Beyonce and Adele mixed together. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for this amazing interview. I feel okay. so inspired and touched and delighted and warm-hearted by all of your amazing words. Do you know what they meant? Huh? <laughs> hey guys, keep listening to WLPN Chicago 105.5 FM. Guys, listen up. Keep listening. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Thank you so much. This is an amazing interview. You want to have a hug? Yeah. This is the thing that we do, and we do it well. Oh, baby, my girl, my love. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that bop. I know I'm over here jamming. <laughs> Who is that by? That's by the artist Thea Dora. <laughs> and you just heard that amazing interview. She's a new upcoming artist. From yep. what gen generation alpha? I don't know. What, 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 what was wait, the last generation? How old is she? Four and a half. Oh, oh I don't know. Generation? Yeah, generation. <laughs> we'll get back to you guys on that. But yeah, she's a new, amazing, upcoming artist. She's like an idol for all of those children out there that want to accomplish their dreams. Yes. And, and we're so, 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 so sad to say that this is the last episode of season seven. I know you guys. You guys better stay tuned for season eight in the summer because you know it's how summer is. Popping. Right, for yeah. real. <laughs> okay, so yeah, just we're so so sad to say that like we're coming to the end of our show. So be sad, Manuel. Is that how you feel I'm right now? I'm broken. Oh, I can't even. Oh no. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully you guys enjoyed this amazing two-hour spectacular show with the amazing Emmanuel. And the amazing Sephora. We love y'all so much. We really do. And um, don't forget to follow Yolo Kali on all of their social medias like Instagram, Snapchat, 
Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, you know, all the juicy stuff so you could get behind the scenes and stuff. Sure. And also follow them so you could stay tuned for when season eight pops up because y'all want to hear that new season over the summer. Hear the summer jams. And so sad that we have to say goodbye. But bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) bye guys. We love y'all so much. But don't forget that you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio Radio broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolo Kali, and in Little Village. Village. <laughs> and goodbye. Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more.